Hello everybody, how's it going? My name is Manuel Esqueda. And I'm Sal Esqueda. Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly are feuding. Colin Kaepernick is a new face of Nike. Matt White DeMarco is dead. Dude, Mac, Matt, Mac Miller <laughs> is dead. White people haven't been distressed since Sears closed. Fuck. No, 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 no. I didn't want to say Mac Miller because because Mac Miller is tight. Um, I actually... <laughs> But uh, rest in peace, Mac Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. He's actually the. He, I saw them put him on a meme with a uh, with little pit with little pit with little peep, and that other guy XXX Temptation is that his name? Tentacion X. All of them are dead right now. All of them are dead. Little peep died of an overdose. XXX. All of them are dead. Little peep is dead. XXX got shot. How do you feel about little peep and XXX? I feel like they they should they really should not be in the same meme as Mac Miller. XXX. To me, he was very good. He, he was, was very good. good, but he was extremely problematic. Yeah, um, yeah. There's that. That's that's why I didn't like him mainly. Mainly his problematic. I actually never even gave gave his music too much of a chance, to be honest. Yeah, no, his music was good, but he was mad problematic. Yeah, yeah. He seemed. I just um, heard too much. I heard too much. Like his music didn't get to me before I heard all of, about all of his scumbaggery. So I was just able to avoid it. And maybe that's the secret, you know? Like what is it? once you like something, it's hard to dislike it. But if you just like. If you just go at it from a point of just being a hater, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll save you a lot of time. It'll save a lot of time and you know your friends will never be able to say that you're problematic. Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'll you'll save face in front of all your friends. Yeah, man. No, it's um it's a shame cuz I really did like XXX, but he's just like he was mad problematic. And Lil Peep, honestly, I never listened to Lil Peep. Um but never he, listened he, he to died Lil of an Peep overdose. Either. I mean, mo- um, mainly because he's a white boy. But I mean, so is Mac Miller, <laughs> and I was fine with him. So, yeah, but Mac Miller used his presence to like lift other artists up as well, though you know. And he never changed his, he never changed who he was as an artist, but he continued to grow as who he was. You know, I, he was he was pretty legit. Yeah, he was legit. You know, he, Mac Miller was one of the he was one of the real ones. I always he's I gonna be he's gonna be missed. Um, but yeah, did you see Deezus uh, Nice posted about it? That's how I found out. Uh, what did these is nice post? He I just roast. He just like it was just a picture of him sitting with Mac Miller, and it said "Rest in peace, R.I.P. Mac." Yeah, man. Or it said, I think it said uh, "Damn, bruh, R.I.P. Mac." I mean, that sounds more like <laughs> like these is to have a damn bruh. Yeah, yeah, something like that, you know. Yeah. No. Um. And I think it said "Love you, homie," too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's like what I said when um sixty nine was was jumped. It's like a lot of these SoundCloud rappers. It's it's all coming to a head, you know. It's it's the same thing that happened. Wait, with Mac Miller, Mac Miller died of an overdose, though. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the same thing to me. That's the same as line jumped? of as getting jumped, getting shot, dying of a drug overdose. It's all the same uh, line. You know what I mean? No, I, I'm, gonna, people... I'm gonna say I disagree. That a drug dying of a drug overdose is different than getting shot or being jumped. I think it's I think it's all around the same area. Um. Well, for one. You, you you don't like you don't you don't if you talk shit about drugs the drugs don't get mad and like and overdose you you know yeah but I mean if you're like doing the heroin if you're doing or cocaine the kind of drugs he was doing that... wasn't like man fuck Buck Miller he's out here talking that brazy shit <laughs> we're gonna get fucking hot for him I mean but do, just even doing those kind of hard hard drugs is part of the whole situation don't you think it's yeah but I know plenty of whole... but yeah but there's plenty of people that do that do these hard drugs and aren't famous or rich you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But who cares about them? They're not famous or rich. Yeah, yeah, true that, true that. There's no, well, I mean, this is, it, I mean, something like this is going to raise, raise about, awareness I'm, I'm about, about, about it at who, least. I'm, ta- I'm talking about people who are like, um, who are who are the who are the the artists of our generation, you know, mm-hmm. or at least the next generation. Think about the Twenty Three Club. You know how many of the of the of the greatest artists died at Twenty Three? Yeah, that was a lot of them. Was it Jimi Hendrix? Yeah. What's her name? Uh... The Twenty Seven Club, my mistake. I was gonna, I, I was googling it right now. That's why I got quiet. I, I was about to google it to, because <laughs> I was, because I was like, I believe it's the Forever Twenty Seven Club, which is, which Mac Miller was almost in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was it's the Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Janis Jim Joplin. Morrison, all died at twenty seven mm-hmm. between nineteen sixty nine and nineteen seventy one. You know, um, and now all these these are even younger. You know, like Kurt Cobain died at twenty seven. Um, Amy Winehouse died at 27. Yeah, it's just if you keep looking into it, it's just like it's it's we have a history of of our artists and musicians dying at a young age, I either think, through self harm or through harm from somebody else, from an outside source. You know. Yeah, I think most of these, most of the big names on it died from um, a drug overdose. With a drug overdose too. Although this person, um, Alistair Dyke, 
Keaton Christian, sorry, Ariester Dyke Christian apparently was murdered. Uh huh. And he's the frontman and vocalist of Dyke and the Blazers. No one give a fuck about them though. So, <laughs> band from 1971 though. Who knows though? Maybe they were like maybe they were like the Imagine Dragons of 1971. <laughs> yeah. So Mac Miller died at 26. Maybe they were the Neon Trees of 1971. <laughs> it's possible. Remember Neon Trees? No, I don't. <laughs> it started with a whisper, and that oh, okay. was when I kissed her. Remember that? So song? it's possible. <laughs> so Lil Peep died at twenty-one. Mac Miller died at twenty-six. XXX. Tentacion. What his age was? I just write XXX, and Tentacion comes out. I right like afterwards. to say Tentacion. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. I just like to say that word, like even if I'm not talking oh, about Tentacion. Yeah. X X died at twenty. You know what I mean? Damn, it's gotten dude, even younger. It's twenty. It, I didn't it's know gotten even younger. Young. Well, all these SoundCloud rappers are incredibly young, and yeah, they get yeah. How old was Lil Peep? He was twenty-one. Shit, you said that, huh? But I was talking about neon trees. Yeah, you were you were making a joke that like three people got. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, shout-outs to you three. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like it's this is this is what I'm. Ta- it's not just like about being a gangster and coming to a head in that sense. It's about just like the fame coming to a head. You know, like the mm-hmm. Forever Twenty Seven Club, and now it's even younger because now we got even harder drugs and, frankly, harder people. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, harder drugs, harder people, people going harder, and then like, and it's also just like um. I mean, it's like they've never been more um, glamorized than they are now for some reason. Like, I don't get, I don't get what the deal with all these pills is. To be honest, like, I don't get what the deal with all the Xanax, Vicodin, like thing is. Yeah, that's one. That's one direction I never. Those aren't got even into fun drugs. Personally. Those drugs aren't even fun. You know, it's like. <laughs> well, think about lean. You know, the the drinking drug of choice. True that. It's a drug that it drugs that makes you kind of not out. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's not even like it's not even that dope of a. It's not even that cool of a drug. You know, like it doesn't. It's not a party drug, but then again, I was never super into party drugs, so like I don't know, you know. Yeah, we always kind of just we we like psychedelics, I suppose, and yeah, yeah, psychedelics are cool, much. but then they're also not like a party environment drug, you know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you do those in the woods and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I guess it depends on it depends on the amount too, you know. You a little depends bit, on the personality. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit in like a in like a concert rave situation is cool. But I mean, I never even got into coke. You know what I mean? Did you ever like coke? Never saw the glamour in it. No, I've I've, yeah, I've, like, I've never I've never really even I've done it, and when it was offered to me a couple times, and I was just like, honestly, and then one time I just fell asleep, mm. you know. And actually, something something I've heard I've heard that, that like Coke isn't even that good anymore. Like I heard I heard that the Coke most people get nowadays is just not nearly as good as the as the shit that was going around in like the eighties, you know. That's possible, and I mean, when you when you think about the strength of these over the counter drugs that that people can get a hold of, it's just like they don't even compare, you know. Yeah, and plus, people on coke are fucking annoying. <laughs> That's true. People That's on true. coke are fucking annoying, and I don't want to be that yeah. fucking annoying guy on coke too, you know. <laughs> Is this a fucking cokehead Sal? Fuck, and I skipped. Yeah, cokehead, cokehead Sal. Hey, let me tell you about this dude. The other day, a fucking cokehead was talking to me while I was cooking. The other day, actually. <laughs> like he just kept fucking talking dude and then at one point like like he kept saying like at one point he was like man i'm being really annoying huh and i was like yeah so why don't you just stop homie mm-hmm. and he was like oh okay okay yeah he got kind of offended and like sad but then he left and stopped talking to me he's like that's cool thanks for, for giving me an out man <laughs> <laughs> you know like thanks for admitting the fact like he probably was expecting you to say like nah you're cool is like nah homie like <laughs> I'm not one of your little girlfriends. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> fuck, man. It's like, um, yeah, all you, all you want to do is talk and like dry hump me. Can you please stop? Yeah. All I mean, you want to do is talk and dry hump me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want a massage. <laughs> I don't want a massage. Don't kiss my cheek. Get the fuck out of here, oh. my guy. <laughs> a sloppy cokehead kiss? Uh, sloppy cokehead cheek kiss. Ooh, baby. Oh. All right, but that's enough of that. Actually, there's something I wanted to get out of the way, too. Okay. Just want to just make some redactions, you know, for 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 last for some of the other podcasts we did. Okay. I guess some. Uh, I guess some of them are relating to Soup Boys. Should I talk about that on Soup Boys, or can I just talk about that here? We can talk about them on both. Yeah, we can talk about both. All right. So on uh on Soup Boys on the Instant Ramen episode, they made a pad Thai with the peanut butter, and I called it a ghetto pad Thai. Mm-hmm. I'm just issuing an apology for calling a ghetto pad Thai. I realized that was problematic. Why? 
Um, I just don't like calling things ghetto in general. So I'm like not happy with myself for having used that term to describe the pad thai because it's just inherently like kind of racist to describe something that's bad or low quality as a ghetto thing. Mm, okay. How do you feel about that? Eh, I guess I. I mean, if if it bothers you, you can go ahead and apologize for it. I mean, I usually, I don't know. As far as describing something as a ghetto, yeah, I mean, it is problematic no matter how you cut it. But sometimes you need it to describe that places that are actual ghettos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like, I feel like it's just kind of problematic to describe something. Like, I feel like it just brings up connotation of like um, describing something like as it being associated to people of color. Or I just feel like the word has a negative connotation in the past. And I'm not happy with myself for having used it. So that's why I'm saying that right now. Mm. Then the other the term- reason why oh yeah the ahead. reason the the reason why is just like I don't really like take that much personal offense to it is because I, I I guess maybe I'm a bit more familiar with the history of the word than like the regular person the one a, a person in 2018 would probably hear the word ghetto and immediately associate it to blackness like the way you said it right but I mean we've had ghettos forever you know like the Jewish ghettos in Nazi Germany like um, ghettos are have been and are everywhere but yeah i mean they usually do associate with like lower class or something that's being forced on something else you know yeah 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 because i could just easily call it a broke ass pad tie and it might even been funnier you know (laughs) yeah i mean even to to not even now like in the sense like the ghetto is you know it's it's low it's it's not hard to live there you know i mean it's it's easy to live there even now the ghetto is like is like lower class, I guess. I don't even know what word, what language to use for it, but it's only a ghetto because the the government made it a ghetto and designated whichever category of people to live in this ghetto, you know, based on institutionalized anything. Mm-hmm, definitely. And yeah, it is like trashy, er, I guess. But if you think it's if you take ghetto and associate it with like blackness instead of like brokenness, I guess it depends on who you're talking to. It depends and, on who I mean, you're yeah. talking to, and yeah, and the connotation of the situation. But yeah, as far as like, as far as that word, it could offend goes, I feel people. like yeah, it's kind of an offensive and problematic word to just use like that. And I just, uh, I avoid it. And you know what? My my apologies go out to any ghetto dwellers out there, no matter where or what kind of ghetto it is. Word was that problematic again? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find that you know, problematic. The world but is you difficult, know. guys. God's working on all of us. <laughs> <laughs> See that's what I'm trying to say. It's like what you what one what one finds offensive might not be offensive to others. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like I, I I understood what you meant and I wasn't offended, but I can see how to somebody else that might offend them and it might require you to be like, hey, sorry, I said that, you know? Yeah, for sure. There, there's just there's nothing wrong with that either, though. Yeah. The other thing I'm talking about also when we were talking about the Nazis, I remember I said that even the chicks would kick you in the head. I feel <laughs> yeah, bad about saying say that. that too. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, a redaction of that. My apologies. I shouldn't have um, said it that way. I could like, I could like explain myself into a box, but everyone will kick you in the head. Yeah, yeah. Everyone will just kick you in the head. My point being is, like, I didn't, I, I didn't mean to. Like, I felt like that sounded kind of, kind of bad. And I'm sorry about talking that way. So, that's all. Hey man, do what you gotta do. And then I had um, one more thing. I never when when we made the clam chowder, I never mentioned when you add the champagne. I heard myself saying the recipe. I never said about the champagne. So um, you reduce the champagne after the onions have caramelized. All right. And if you want to know the rest of those soup facts, you can go check them out at Soup Boys, our soup-based podcast. Yeah. And also because this is hot soup. Yes. And also at last night's show, um, my friend Ben said he heard the ramen episode and he's been, he was listening to the podcast. So shout out to Ben. Thanks, Ben. Hey, shout out to you, Ben. And another apology for stealing pretty much all of Katie's Facebook feed <laughs> for our last episode, I guess, as well, yes. according to what Sal said. Another shout I out to Katie. <laughs> you goody two-shoes, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, though, do you want to go first with the subject or should I? I mean... Fuck it. We're, we're going to be talking about Colin Kaepernick first. Oh, okay, I cool. Guess. That's what Let's I Let's just get that out talking. of the way. Yeah, I wanted to talk about I don't that. Wanna, I don't want to pretend like you're the one who brought it up because I want to bring it up too, but I know you <laughs> want to talk about it as well. So we're bringing it up. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. You could have, you could have, next time if you ever want to take credit, you can just like bring up whatever you want. Nah, nah. I actually just nah. messaged you. I was like, I was like, we're going to talk about Colin Kaepernick, right? Like, that's obviously like something we both <laughs> like. <laughs> like I, I There's no way we're not, right? <laughs> Shout out to Colin. Uh, shout out to the Cap. Shout out to the Legend. Um, the Legend. 49- the God. The, the God. The Cap. The I'm Cap still upset. 
<laughs> I, I'm still upset I never got a, a one of his jerseys. Uh, jerseys for the NFL are expensive as fuck. Um, and when I did have a chance to buy a jersey, uh, I bought a different player. Which one did you buy? Patrick Willis. Uh. If you if you're if you're a fan of the 49ers or if you like football, you know who it is. Um, I really like defense. I really like yeah, Patrick Willis. Is the I just really like Patrick Willis. Unfortunately, he couldn't continue playing. Um, and I think um, the 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 price point that I wanted for cap was already like um, sold out actually, so I couldn't even buy it if I wanted to. The cheap cap jerseys were were already sold out. Why well, I, I bought like the hundred dollar jersey. Yeah, I know, but there's like, more. That's the mid. That's the yeah. yeah that's the that's like mid range jersey for like jerseys. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah. No, I know that. I know that the jerseys can cost. You know, they they, they come in different grades and qualities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's all BS. By the end of the day, I can just get like a custom made one with his number and his name and shit if I really want to. You could. You could also just print the T shirt that looks like a Kaepernick dude. You should print the Kaepernick. You should make a brick house Kaepernick jersey. Maybe, maybe. Could you get away with it? Probably. You'd have to donate Most... the money to something, though. You can't just keep all the Kaepernick money. <laughs> Somebody would, like, yeah, it would get called out pretty quickly. See, that's one thing I never understood, right? Like, if I make a shirt, you know, or a hat, and it's about something that happened recently, people call you out and they say you're profiting off of, like, the pain, Right. But in my eyes, or at least one angle, right? This is my spin. He listen, listen to Manny spin doctor this, right? <laughs> <laughs> listen to Dr. Manny right now for a second. Um, so in my I'm eyes... Sick. I'm sick, Dr. Manny. <laughs> so in my eyes, by making it and having other people buy it, they're showing their support for a cause. So in a way, that's still helping the cause, even though you're not donating anything to it. And me, as an artist, still need to make some kind of money to continue making dope stuff for people to wear. You know, does that does that cover any any of my back at all or not? Um, it's a valid argument, but it's also like, I mean, that's what you can use as an excuse to like sell the product. And then maybe you can like you can still like raise a little money to like actually like because if it's something if it's something like Kaepernick, like if it's something like the Michael Jordan crying meme, then like whatever, you know, you make a (laughs) fucking Michael Jordan crying meme shirt. Like who gives a fuck about Michael Jordan and the Internet, you know? Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? But my, with something thing, like, like the Kaepernick or Black Lives Matter type of deal, if you're selling like a product that says Black Lives Matter on it, you should – because you're also getting free advertising from the Black Lives Matter movement too. Hardly. Like, on the other way around, like they're advertising for you. As now. a business – as a small business owner and an artist, like nobody gives a fuck about you. No, not you. They care about what you're But now specific shirt. product that says Black Lives Matter on it that you're selling and now the black lives matter movement is inadvertently like they're just advertising your product for you. Yeah. So, I mean, they're they're advertising black lives matter because they're wearing a thing that says black lives matter. It doesn't say brick house, black lives matter. I know, but it's still like, that's, that's where you're getting the momentum to sell the black. If there was no black lives matter movement, you could probably like still sell like, yeah, cause that's a pretty, that's a pretty dope um, statement to make. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna say it probably wouldn't be worth it would probably be worth more, but still like as a shirt if there was if the movement didn't exist. But anyway, you're kind of profiting off it, so you should like you should just give some money to them too, you know? If, if you're selling yeah, yeah. something that says Black Lives Matter, I feel like you could also just make the product a little more expensive just because yeah. you're giving like there's nothing wrong with like you don't have to take it out you don't even have to cut it out of your profits. Make it like three dollars more expensive than a regular T shirt and give the three dollars to Black Lives Matter. The core of my beef is that as an artist, nobody respects artists. And they're more than happy to not pay artists. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the only way an artist can make money is half the time, not all the time, right? Is by jumping onto a bandwagon. And suddenly, like, there's these people who don't allow you to use uh, this cool thing, right? Unless you donate to the cool thing. But at this point, once it's, it's just like, that's my main issue, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, am I not allowed to make money to continue to make other cool stuff for other cool things, right? So, like, if I make money off of this, I can make something else that another movement might enjoy, you know? Yeah. But if I don't make any money, I can't make anything, you know? But there's this there's this, this strange phenomenon where people think, like, oh, an, for an artist to be an artist, he must not have any fucking money and must do it for the art. You know what I mean? Is like, And that's, that's kind of, like, the core of where, like, the beef kind of starts for mm-hmm. me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you're saying. 
Like I've never understood the idea where it's like you're not a real artist if you're feeding yourself, if you're getting food, you know? I don't think I'll, anyone really does anyone really feel that way though. I know I've 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 heard it many times. I've heard it enough times to know that this is how people feel about it. Yeah, but I mean fuck those people's opinion too. You know, there's 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 plenty of people that have the that have the opposite the complete opposite opinion too. I'm in it for the art, man. I'm not in it for the money, said the homeless man. Yeah, yeah, said a shitty artist too. Probably. Let's be real. Probably. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've seen plenty of shitty artists. I've seen. I've come on. Let me let me be real with you. I've been to plenty of swap meets with like full mm-hmm. of artists that are just in it for the love of it. And it's like you know what this like this artist is shit. This artist shit. I just don't want to <laughs> buy any of these. You know. Yeah. I get that you love it. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say anything bad. But like, like this is like me and nobody else wants to buy your art. Like, <laughs> nobody's interested guess what dude everyone's making crafts at the swap meet no crafts aren't worth shit who, who, who's, <laughs> who's buying anything oh, is, craft booth? is this made out of forks <laughs> all right i'll go to the next fork artist <laughs> how much are you selling this fork necklace for five dollars let me see if i can get it for four hey that Thanks fork for artist the forks. is selling the fork <laughs> necklace for five dollars <laughs> now we're just talking shit about crafts. I feel bad. <laughs> all right, all right, let's stop. But I get what you're saying. Like, Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah, going back to Kaepernick, <laughs> um, who is not selling crafts. He's selling um, away uh, his future, right? Trump supporters For... are burning their Nikes. <laughs> the people who, who make fashion, right, who bring fashion to the forefront of the world, white Trump dweebs are burning these uh, these Nikes. And, you know, Nike... Is not doesn't know what it's going to do with itself because all these white Trump supporters, you know, the 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 ambassadors of fashion are destroying their Nikes and now they don't know what they're. Oh wait, no, never mind. Nobody gives a fuck no about what those guys think. Those, those guys are trendsetters, huh? Nikes. Yeah. So now they're going to go switch to New Balance because they're a bunch of dweebs. All right, cool. <laughs> go enjoy your New Balances. You know, go enjoy Nike, your Skechers. Nike actually just like Nike actually like put out a statement on like how to burn their products too. Did you see? <laughs> I didn't see that. They put out like a thing like how to burn our products safely. Yeah. Well, there was this one picture of this dude who like was like had a pair of Nikes on. He was wearing them and he was burning them. And then it was a tweet from him later. is like, I'm in the hospital and his feet were like fucked up. <laughs> Did you see the guy that burned his house down? That was uh, confirmed as a as a hoax. Oh, yeah. I had it saved, too, but that was confirmed as a hoax. Nike actually like this. This is supposedly like a real Nike like. um like oh, it's a brilliant it's a brilliant move like by nike to do that to like get everybody all those people offended they're getting all this advertisement oh and yeah they're getting all the people of color like fuck yaying about it and they're and gonna people, i mean i love i love wearing nikes yeah but it does, like this nikes doesn't change already, the fact you know? it doesn't change the fact that nike still uses prison labor yeah don't forget that like don't forget that. yeah yeah exactly. shout out to That's nike like, like, for, for shout out to nike labor. for providing yeah shout like out to nike for providing alive for providing money to cap because he needs it and he deserves it for sacrificing what he did sacrifice. But don't forget, they still they still have people in jails making those shoes. Yeah, yes. keep that in mind. <laughs> so um so here's like this poster. It says how to burn our products safely. Always start your fire outside. Stand at least five feet from the open flame. Keep the clothes you are wearing away from the flame. <laughs> Once burn, always douse the fire with water. And then there's the Nike swoosh and it says, just do it safely. Nice. Shout out to you, Nike. And Nike's like, fuck you. You burn that shit. <laughs> burn that shit. You bought it already? I sick. Do whatever you want with <laughs> yeah, it. You do own whatever it. the fuck you want with it. You want to use these Air Force Ones as cum rags? That's a it's pretty expensive cum rag, but do what you got to do, my guy. Yeah, yeah, that's some expensive kindling. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's just, it's just like, I don't even know. Um, these these white people are just ready to just like be upset and like destroy a product to prove no point really, <laughs> other than the fact that like they bought something and now they want to burn it. Did you see some of those uh, Kaepernick memes where you know what what was the Kaepernick what was the tagline on the on the original Kaepernick poster? Um, don't be afraid to sacrifice everything for something you believe in. I think. No, 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 no. Something you believe in, even if it means sacrificing everything, was the second yeah. part. Some. I found Something. it right now. If you just type in Kaepernick, that's like the first thing that comes up is his face with the with the text across <laughs> it. All right, cool. Not even a picture of him taking a knee anymore. It says, believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything. Well, we all know what it is at this point, you know? Did you see all the memes that people made? Oh, yeah, they've been all over the place. 
Did you see the one with the the one with the damn? What was the what was the San Diego um the San Diego thing where um where with the the San Diego cult where they all committed suicide? Uh, I know the one you're talking about, but I don't remember where they Gate. went to space Heaven's and shit. Gate. The Heaven's, Heaven's Gate, Gate cult. It's the Heaven's Gate, and it's the didn't they all wear didn't they, they all wear they Nike all were wearing Nikes? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's the it's the picture of like the body with the sheet and the Nike sticking out, and you know it says believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything. <laughs> like yeah, oh yeah, and then also like local comedian russell brock made one with um with a black and white picture of mac uh, mac miller and it says two drugs for something even if it means losing everything <laughs> <laughs> shit man just od it too soon russell brock too soon too soon well, i mean if it's not too soon then it's never you're never gonna get it done you know no hey it made me low shout out to, <laughs> shout out to russell for going there <laughs> Yeah, somebody's got to go there. <laughs> somebody's got to go. Somebody, somebody, no somebody's got to. Somebody got to speak reckless, or else nobody's gonna know There's what reckless be is anymore. Out there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got. <laughs> someone's got to be out there teaching these people, teaching these devils what reckless is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So shout out. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> Big ups. Big ups. <laughs> um, Big ups, Sonia. Yeah. Big ups, Sonia. All right. So moving forward, do you got something to bring, or should I go next? Well. Is there we something both you really want to talk about still? I got a bunch of uh, stuff. What's the thing on the top of your list? Uh, sexual harassment at music festivals? Ariana Grande. All right, let's talk about Ariana Grande. <laughs> Wait, no, sexual harassment at who? I at thought music you were gonna bring festivals. At, at music festivals or just sexual harassment in music? We can do both. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, just sexual harassment in music in general is cool too. I just play, I just mainly like found Teen Vogue just released Teen Vogue. I love that I'm reading Teen Vogue. <laughs> Teen Vogue just released an article on how 2000, on how Coachella of 2018 was rampant with sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even a little bit surprised. <laughs> no, of course I wish not. I, I wish I could be even like slightly surprised, but nah. But the one I was going to talk about was Ariana Grande pretty much getting groped by this pastor at the Aretha Franklin uh, funeral. Yeah, yeah. Well, according yeah, according to the to um, who's the article? Um, Vera Papisova. Vera Papisova mm-hmm. sounds Italian. <laughs> Despite all of this year's Coachella experiences, was full of moments I never saw on Instagram being repeatedly violated by strangers. In the three days I was at Coachella, I only spent a total of 10 hours at the actual festival where I watched numerous performances and interviews festival go-goers about their experience with sexual assault and harassment for Teen Vogue. During the 10 hours I was reporting on this story, I was groped 22 times. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One guy's actually followed her across the field where she was meeting uh, a friend to see Fiddler. Um, when their friend left to see another band, she stayed behind. The guy actually came up to her and whispered that she was a goddess and started rubbing his hands on her hips and butt. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was the guy that just followed her over earlier. I guess she said he had some Life of Pablo merch on. <laughs> right, <laughs> sounds, sounds on Vera, brand. Yeah, yeah. Like getting groped at Coachella by a fucking by a guy in a Life of Pablo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> probably a white guy. Uh, yeah, right. If it was at like, Coachella wearing a Life of Pablo shirt, probably mm-hmm. a white guy. Let's see. She was taking a photo um, in front of a photo of David Byrne to send to her dad when someone behind her grabbed her butt with both hands. Just got both okay. hands in there. Damn. Two hands deep. Mm-hmm. Waiting in line for food, a, fl- a man poked her in the stomach and asked if she did Pilates. <laughs> and then started rubbing her stomach and asking about her abs. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She interviewed a 19-year-old girl who said, of course sexual harassment happens here. It happens to us at all concerts at Coachella. It is so it is, it is so many people that men will get away with touching you, and they think we don't notice. It happens, it happens to me many times already, and I notice every time. Oh, it happened to me many times already, and I notice every time. So, you know, mm-hmm. all these scumbags, if you think you're uh, getting away with it, I guess you're... I mean, if you think that no one notices, they definitely do. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way someone's not going to notice it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sexual misconduct is unfortunately a common experience at festivals, with one survey finding that more than 90% of female concert goers have been harassed at a music event. Yeah, I'm not even a little bit surprised, man. Yeah, yeah. And then remember, then it brings up, remember the Eat, Sleep, Rape, Repeat shirt from, from last year's Coachella, or maybe it was two years ago? That number sounds accurate. Um, eat, sleep, rape, repeat. That's that was the shirt. <laughs> well, the original shirt was eat, sleep, rave, repeat. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then somebody decided to change it to rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone made it. Someone was like real clever. Some. So Brad at, at oh, like so Brad decided <laughs> after taking a a super sick hit from his rig, uh, that this would be super totally cool to write rape instead of rave on his shirt. And him and all of his like and his three other white friends were like, "Yeah, bro, do it, yeet." And then, 
and you know, then, and then they did it. Wore the shit to a music festival and proudly posed wearing it for the picture. Sick, sick. Yeah, I mean that doesn't sound too off, but <laughs> why would you even wear that? Like I don't even get it. Like, so there's there's a bunch of other instances for sexual harassment that goes on at these music at, at a music fest at music festivals. You know, just um, I, like she said, she was she was she was harassed like twenty two times, just hanging out at um Coachella reporting for about for around ten hours. Mm-hmm. So and then this goes on to like my other subject, which is uh this this is pretty cool. Um, um there's a there's apparently now a festival that's completely banned cisgender men. Oh, how do you? How are you gonna in monitor that? Um, I don't know. I guess it's in, it's in Sweden, so I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's any if there's any way to. It's called Statement Festival. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I guess on a, in quotations, we simply want have women, ever non-binary, seen... and transgender people to be able to visit an awesome festival and feel safe all the time. According to have the you ever... Statement Festival. So have you ever seen American Dad? Yes. There's this one episode where they're like trying to keep gay people out of the out of the Republican Party. And like the person at the door was like, okay, so this is the gay test. They're going to, ch- they're going to ask you some questions. And then like, they ask him, check your fingernails. And you know, they check them. Um, but instead of like spreading them out and looking at them from far away, like they, where you like check them on your, on your wrist, on your, on yeah, your palm, exactly. check them on your palm. Exactly. It's like, all right, you can go in. If you were gay, you would have looked at them the other way. Are they going to do one of those or something like that? Oh, or, are, you... <laughs> <laughs> are they going to figure out the, the cis male test? That's the only, that's the only issue I have. Like I'm all, I'm all about it. Like I won't attend cause it's not for me. Right. The but it's just like, like, how are you, how do you know? The thing is, I feel like, I feel like you just would, you know? <laughs> But I mean, I can I can dress. I I mean, I know how to dress in a way that's not cis normal. You know what I mean? Like, I guess you can go in disguise, and then like, I and then dis- it would be okay. You know, if you really want to set up, if you really want, I guess they if you were like if you were really committed to the act. Yeah, that's you know, a good and point. Then if you that- start acting <laughs> like a cisgendered male pig, like they'll be like, oh nope, get the fuck out. Like we know what you are. You know? uh, okay, well now I guess it does make sense. Now I get it. All right, cool. That's you, pretty easy actually. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like we could go. You know, like any like essentially anyone can still go to this music festival because it's um it's transgender people, women, and non-binary. You know, like yeah, yeah. non-binary people come in all bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Like for anything, like like you have no 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 one really has a right to tell you like to tell you what you identify as and who you are. And like this this mm-hmm. goes both ways, you know. But yeah, yeah, as soon as you start, but like but like you know people like pe- non-binary people can tell each other apart like just by talking to each other and interacting with each other. And if you just start like, acting, wait, this yeah, guy's pretty, like this a problematic cyst, like, like a problematic straight male pig, they'll be like, oh no, you're just fucking around. Like you know, you need to get the fuck out of here. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That makes sense. The statement festival only allows entry to women, transgender men, and women, uh, transgender men and women, and non-binary people, and had all women, transgender and non-binary performers, staff, and security. Mm-hmm. The catalyst for the event was from was a tweet from Swedish comedian and radio host Emma Nightcare that led organizers to start a Kickstarter campaign to raise funds. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope it works out, Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, people people be raping and raving you know these white boys keep raping and raving actually you know what these men <laughs> just keep raping and, and yeah all these, these men, men just be raping just keep and raping and raving, and raving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i can't even like categorize it as like white men because everybody be raping and raving mm-hmm. yeah raping and raving is just like uh predominant throughout the world <laughs> yeah pretty much um but continuing with the music let's 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 jump into ariana grande did you did you see the video of ariana grande getting molested on live television getting a breast exam <laughs> Yeah, getting a breast exam on television getting by this pastor. Wow, breast exam. Yeah, getting getting the side titty like mad groped. <laughs> did you? I'm I'm assuming you did mad see spider it based fingers. on based on the way based getting on the wild said. spider fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the so images show Bishop Charles H. Ellis the third holding Ariana Grande high above her waist with his fingers squeezing around the side of the singer's chest. He later said. He later said it would. He later said, it would never be my intention to touch any woman's breasts. Uh, maybe I crossed the border. Maybe I was too friendly or familiar. But again, I apologized. So the first time I saw it uh, posted, the the headline said, oh, uh, Bishop makes funny joke and and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, yo, what the fuck? That fool was like groping her. He made a Taco Bell joke. 
and he's just like, what, you, what, what is even going on here? How is this the headline? And then I, I checked the comments. I never even saw a story. I actually just saw the picture of like the priest, uh, like the guy, the bishop, like holding Ariana Grande. Like I just saw one picture out of context and I was like, what the fuck is going on there? <laughs> yeah, no, like what the first, the first time it came at first when it came out, it was just trying to show like, oh, look at, look at how, look at how funny he is and how friendly they are. And like I was, I saw this and I was like, nah, this ain't, this is, this is something's off right here. Like this is, does not look respectful. This joke was out of, is, is way out of taste and he's going way too, like he's getting, he's giving her the mammogram. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And then I went to go, let, let me check the comments to see what everybody else is saying. And everybody was like, yo, what the fuck is that fool doing to her? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And like, then, and then that's when like, the internet, Grande alone. yeah, exactly. And then that's when the internet started like posting that. And that's when articles started changing to like, Oh, check out this guy giving her a mammogram. You know what I mean? Like it was wild. It's just like, who the and then and then after you see the people after you see the the news change from like oh look at this moment to like oh look at this guy being a pig you see all the comments changing from like what the fuck is he doing to like well why was she wearing that short dress yeah, you know yeah what everyone I mean? everyone comes in to defend him yeah everybody's coming in to defend this pastor from the organization that's known for molesting and raping young people you know you what i mean the like, christian church the church. Let's oh. not even say the Christian church. Let's just say the church. <laughs> the church yeah. Um is like is like and this is like, oh yeah, it's not her it's her fault for wearing the short dress, not the church's fault for just allowing dudes to constantly molest people. You know, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like the fuck's wrong with you, my guy? Like she could be up there in a string bikini. It doesn't give him a right to like just grope her. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a fucking pastor, my guy. Like he should know better. Like he should be better, if anything, you know. And then you know, Much Ariana like, Grande's just been having a rough week in general, too. Oh yeah, she also got, she also broke up with her boyfriend too, right? Who died? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, her boyfriend, her ex boyfriend died, and people were like blaming her for it. Mac yeah, Miller, yeah, Mac died. Miller died, like we said earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking about um, Noah Cyrus and Lil Zan's breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Noah Cyrus. And let's, let's, I don't want to talk about Noah Cyrus and Lil Zan. That's, no. <laughs> but yeah. No. But we Ariana can talk about Grande, Mac Miller and Ariana Grande. <laughs> she had to disable her com- her comments on her Instagram because people are blaming her for his death, apparently. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, Mac yeah. Miller didn't already have a drug problem before, yeah, but, you know what I mean? But he, but he built his whole career on yeah exactly uh, it's always got to be a woman's fault like she's you heard this bitch's dress was too short you didn't this nurture bitch him made enough. this guy do drugs like not even that she made him do drugs like she just didn't nurture him enough and like get him off drugs hard enough you know i don't know <laughs> you didn't use her like, pussy she to get him tried off drugs hard to make him a better person she should have had more empathy instead of him seeing like a fucking therapist you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? She, like, she, yeah exactly exactly like why didn't you use the powers of your uterus to, to get Mac <laughs> Miller off drugs? to make him a better man it's like be a better man my guy <laughs> like find an example of a man and 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 like and like do it like <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just silliness, you know? It's just like women can't get away with anything, you know? Like, they, they can't do nothing right. <laughs> They're going to take wild. that out of context when they when they advertise our when they advertise our our, our podcast. It's going to be like, you're going, women can't do Manuel anything Esqueda, right. Manuel women can't do anything right. <laughs> I'm going to be like, that's the sound clip right there that they're going to cut out when they're advertising hot soup. Women, women can't, can't do, do anything, anything right. Right. <laughs> I mean, but then they'll, they'll they'll watch it, right? And then, you know, they'll figure it out from there. Yeah, 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 for sure. They'll listen to it and they'll be like, first they'll dislike it. And then they'll be like, oh, wait, like button. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just the fuck. It's just buck wild, man. All of it is buck wild. <laughs> you know, and then this also brings me, like, this also can also segue into something else I want to talk about. Apparently the whole, the whole um, Aretha Franklin um, funeral was kind of a disaster, too. It was just a fucking show, dude. It wasn't even a. It wasn't a funeral. I felt like it was like it was yeah. like who's who of Hollywood like celebrating. Apparently, her family was not happy with the eulogy that was given about her. I I didn't actually hear it. I didn't, but I saw. I from what I saw happening, you know what I mean. Like the the little bit that I saw, I was like, this doesn't feel very respectful. You know what I mean. Um, but you, what what did you hear? What did you read about it? Well, apparently, like they didn't like uh, they didn't like his the eulogy that the that that the Reverend um, Reverend Jasper Williams made, mm-hmm. as they thought it was full of a respectability politics and a bunch of black on black crime bullshit. You know, he actually mentioned like he actually brought up black on black crime. Seventy uh-huh, percent, uh-huh. and and he brought up just like just just horrible respectability politics bullshit, and it was very sexist too. Seventy percent of, of these... our households run by our precious, proud, fine black women. 
said Williams, but as proud, beautiful, and fine as our black women are, one thing a black woman cannot do, a black woman cannot raise a boy to be a man. Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? You which, motherfucker. Which is fucked up, doubly fucked up, because Aretha Franklin was a single mother of four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course she was, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And of she course this pastor doesn't even know. She herself before she was even famous. Yeah, yeah. And of course this pastor doesn't even know. He's just there to make his point. He's just there to make his point. Yeah, on Aretha Frank, on the fucking Queen's funeral, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's making his fucking sexist ass point. Yeah, know? like one of the goddamn queens of jazz over here just fucking died. <laughs> and you're and over soul. here trying yeah. to be a fucking, and you're over here being as fucking um, patriarchal sack of shit. Yeah, exactly. Which, which so, is what the fucking church is, which is why more young people are leaving the church. So maybe you should stop being such a patriarchal, fucking homophobic sack of shit. And then maybe you can antiquated. figure out why nobody's attending. Yeah. And then the, the worst part is, I guess, like I said, when, when everyone was asking, like, where the fuck did they even get this guy? I guess he had done other funerals, eulogies for other funerals from the Franklin family, you know, other members of the family. I guess those hadn't gone badly. But he but saw the he saw the movie, ca- the TV cameras, and he was like, "Oh well, I gotta make a point here." You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? so yeah, I can yeah. Get that none quick of them fame. Were, none of them were. Yeah, none of them were a big thing. You know. Yeah. So I'm here for the quick quote. fame. Yeah. One more quote. I'm saying that when we as a race sit back and get mad if a police officer kills one of us and we don't say anything when 100 of us are killed by us, that something is wrong with that. I'm not saying that black lives do not matter in terms of worth of That's black what you life. just said. That's in, what you just ter- said. Yeah, in terms of the worth of a black life. But what I'm saying, in essence, is that it does not matter, ought not matter, should not matter, cannot matter until black people begin to Aretha, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, respect black lives. Only then will black lives matter. And now, if you'll please uh, take out your wallets, I'm going to go ahead and pass the bowl so you guys can give me some money so I can keep buying another car. You know, I hope you guys enjoyed this message of misogyny. Uh, that'll cost you $5 because that's how the church works. Oh, yeah. And he did this in a beautiful suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the suit was top notch. Oh, my God, I'm sure yeah. the car he came in was beautiful as well. Fuck this fucking worm. There was an there was actually a recent fight that broke out in a church. I forgot it was one I was going to talk about in a different hot suit, but we never got to it. But a fight broke out because the pastor said like, "Oh, um, if you like can't donate more than a thousand dollars, you know, we'll take five hundred dollars. And if you don't have five hundred dollars on you, we got ATMs in the back of the church." And like this one person like stood up and he like started a fight in the church because he's like, "This isn't what fucking God." It was was trying. This isn't the message that Jesus was trying to send. This isn't the message that God was trying to send. You know, More like this is the part waking. where you shame us into giving you money. Like, yeah, exactly. can you chill the fuck out for a second? Can you? More just, people like, are waking up to the bullshit of the church. Like, the church is me, such bullshit. You and I, we're we're both atheists. You know, like if you if you are religious, you know, be religious. But you should know that the church is horseshit, and Jesus Christ of Nazareth would not recognize the church in 2018. You know that he set up. Uh huh. Definitely is all I'm saying. Like, like if you're spiritual, please be spiritual. But realize that the church is just an institution made to like fuck you, right? Yeah. It, it, literally or metaphorically, because it's happening both ways. <laughs> is that too spicy? No, that's beautiful. All right. Cool. 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 <laughs> cool. 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 <laughs> um, moving forward. Can we you talk about? Else? Uh, what? Go for it. Go for it. What are we gonna say? Were you about to ask me for anything else? Or are you gonna talk about the must? Let me, let me guess. The ah, watch. Fuck. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna bring that. <laughs> smoking ah. the fatty, smoking the fatty on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's back, dude. He's smoking blunts and talking, talking about <laughs> flamethrowers. He's digging tunnels. He doesn't fucking meditate. <laughs> Give zero fucks, dude. Giving no fucks on he Joe does, Rogan. He doesn't. He doesn't know what a blunt is, but he'll fucking take a hit. He's <laughs> <laughs> is that a is that a joint? <laughs> is that a joint or a cigar? I love that picture of him like looking at it. Have you seen that picture? Yeah, where he's like, hmm. <laughs> maybe I should invent weed. <laughs> he's checking out the samurai sword. Yeah, this is a cool sword. <laughs> Did you see that his like his stock actually went down nine points, dude? Yeah, I saw that, which is wild. The one thing that I know it's gonna come right? back. It's gonna oh, fucking yeah, no, come it's back. Gonna like, be whatever. Fine. He he knows <laughs> it's gonna come back. He's like, fuck, I'm gonna fucking my stocks goes down nine percent. I'm Elon fucking Musk. <laughs> He's like, I'm the fucking muskrat, baby. <laughs> Suck my dick from the brack. Suck my six nipples. <laughs> <laughs> or how many eight nipples how many nipples i don't know how many nipples a muskrat has dude <laughs> i'm sure it's an odd number um but yeah like the, the one thing that i noticed about all these articles was like 
so many like salty little bitches, well, salty little motherfuckers, like talking shit about him smoking weed. Like the article was like Elon Musk ruins weed for all of us. Came out way too often in my newsfeed. You know oh yeah, I mean? yeah, the one that Vice did. Like I, I read the article and Vice I was like, I don't see GQ how I don't it. see how weed Buzz is ruined. Did it. Huh? Who else? GQ did it. Buzzfeed did it. Vice oh, did it. They also did he ruined why? Just because he's a nerd Beca- or what? I don't know. Like I read the article, and all the articles were salty as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, like I don't the... see how I read. Yeah, I was reading the Vice when I was like, I I get it, but I don't see how any of this is ruining weed for anybody. You know, weed is it's still like, cool. It sounds like you're a little bit too much on your own high horse, dude. It's like it's like you're a little bit too much of a hipster at this point. Where it's like it's like if Elon Musk does it, it can't be cool anymore. Like, yeah, it's just weed. Just here. enjoy your own agency, my guy. If you want to <laughs> get high, get high because you like getting high, not because it's like people don't do it. Like. <laughs> newsflash if if doing something that's not cool is cool then doing weed hasn't been cool for a while because everybody does everybody smokes weed yeah yeah exactly exactly that's true that's true if it's a matter of like being cool for it to be cool like yeah no one no one everyone everyone is smoking weed your grandparents smoke weed now you know yeah 420 bro light it up nice you know it's like, no, like it's, it's, you're being silly you're being silly and you're just being a salty little bitch mm-hmm. yeah man tc devils manny Oh yeah, no, they already know. They heard. Come, come hear it again, bitch. <laughs> come, come hear it again, mami ven pa acá. Mami ven, pa, mami. Oh yeah, tú ven pa acá. No, it's muevelo, just, it's just like, muevelo. And and, and, and luckily again, once I went, <laughs> once I went to the comment section again, everybody was like, "The fuck are you talking about, Vice? What the fuck are you talking about, GQ? Like, what did he do to ruin weed? Is that like, you just sound salty for no reason?" Like, <laughs> Is like a successful man smoked a bit of smoked a blunt. Like who cares? Like big whoop, right? Yeah, successful white men have been doing drugs for many years, and people still in <laughs> and like the cool kids at Vice still do them. You know, and there's all these like apparently like they also like put up like the put up like a thing like these are the best Elon Musk memes, and they're all like, dude, what if we launch my car into space? I was like, yeah, okay. it's like that's not really that great of a meme, dude. And then this one says it again. This one's funny though, sort of. This is the, like the picture of him like looking at the like like smoking the blunt, and it's like him talking to himself. He's like, "Okay, Elon, here's a big moment. Act like you've been here before, just a regular guy smoking weed with a friend." <laughs> here we go. <laughs> that was kind of funny. The one that I saw was like um, how Joe Rogan like manages to get like top guests, right? Oh wait, before I go to that, like the GQ article, like straight up said like bad podcast like arguably a terrible podcast the joe rogan podcast and i'm like the fuck are you talking about the joe rogan is like probably the second most downloaded podcast in all of in it's all just, of the podcast it's just not cool to like joe rogan you know because he's a fucking white man and he's problematic and he's a rich dude and you know he's like he fucking says a bunch of brazy shit on his podcast but yeah, I guess it is the cool kid thing to not like Joe Rogan. But, you know, he does have some great guests. And when he's not fucking talking about politics or sexism or like he's always like, pushing you know, that he's fucking, he's, that, that he's fucking actually thing. not that sexist. Like he's not he's that not racist. That sexist, either. But, like, no, no, he's not that he, racist. But he, he, he does like suffer from like the rich white man syndrome where he like talks about shit. And it's like, dude, I know that if you actually knew how it actually like how things actually are, like if you were just put in a situation where you could like actually empathize with people, you would understand that you're wrong. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's not you don't live in the world where you see that, you know, you live in your rich white man world. So you still have like a rich white man's perspective, because I still remember the one uh, this one time when him and like a whole bunch of other comedians, including Bill Burr, were like having an, a, a live performance while Trump was being elected Um Trump versus Hillary. They had a live performance during the live streaming of the of the election. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Burr said a joke about saying something about pussy, about a pu- calling somebody a pussy. And Joe Rogan was like, I never understood that. Like. Why would you call? Why would you use the word pussy as a bad thing? You know what I mean? Like it's such a strong muscle or some shit like that. No, exactly, then, exactly. Yeah, like in the end, I, I, that's why, I, that's why I like Joe Rogan because, like, I know that he does, like, like in the end, I think he is a good person, and he's like, he's, 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 he's learned a lot. Yeah, he's, and he tries to be empathetic, and he's growing. Yeah, and I, and I've seen him grown throughout his career. Like his first album, awful, horrible. Like the first Joe Rogan album is awful and racist and really not very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then the rest of his specials actually they get better and he like he starts talking about like other like weird stuff and gets. What off do you think of, about Triggered? 
I like Triggered, man. I like Triggered a lot too. I thought Triggered Personally, was, I thought it was pretty good. I'm gonna yeah, go, yeah. I'm gonna come right out and say it. Triggered was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it was funny, man. Ten I don't give a fuck what you think. I don't care. Like Triggered was fucking hilarious. I loved it. Bruce. <laughs> When he was talking about how he could like beat the shit out of his like out of his daughters and his wife, exactly. exactly. I'm, not saying, I'm like, not saying I'm proud of it, but I'm not saying I'm proud of it or that I would do it, but I would destroy them. Like, line them up, line them up if you don't believe me. <laughs> the other thing that I don't like um, that he talks about, he always brings up the uh, the thing about women making less money than men. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like that's he wouldn't not really, understand. really true because it's throughout all jobs because men are in jobs that make more money. He's like, yeah, but why is that? Yeah, yeah. Think about it a bit more, Joe. <laughs> yeah, you're like saying, you're saying exactly, you're getting there. It's like, why did we decide? Why are we in a society that decided that these jobs are more important? Why aren't women going into these jobs? Like, what's preventing them from going to these jobs, you know? And are these <laughs> jobs that require you to be a big, strong man, are they really supposed to be paid? Like, do they really pay that much money? <laughs> exactly. Like, usually jobs that, inc- that, that require, like, big physical laborers, you know, they don't, they're not usually, like, 75K a year jobs or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is nice tweeted me smoking and coming up actual solutions for my life problems, but they're too much work. So I'm just going to roll up again. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. But yeah, um, going back to Elon Musk motherboard wrote the Joe Rogan experience is a safe space to launder bad ideas. Elon Musk emerged from a two and a half hour interview with Joe Rogan as an ambitious, fun weed-smoking genius, and wasn't challenged on the various controversies he's embroiled in. That's exactly how Rogan gets big guests. And that's true. These big guests don't want to be come and get grilled on, like, why they're, like, doing stupid shit. They just want to come, drink some whiskey, smoke some weed, and just shoot the shit with Joe Rogan for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And it's a good, it's a good way, it's a good, um... It's a good strategy. This is like one of the few few articles I read that wasn't like openly talking shit about about like about Elon Musk smoking weed as a travesty. Apparently, which one was it? Uh, this mother motherboard article. Oh. It was kind. Of, it's kind of talking shit about the Joe Rogan podcast, but I mean, it's also not a lie. You know, send it to it me, is. please. Send me that one. Yeah. And then uh, someone wrote, "Elon Musk is such an innovator." Oh, sorry, Jess Jess Dweck, whoever that is. Mm-hmm. I think they're 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 a certified Instagram. I mean, certified Twitter. So they must be somebody. Elon Musk is such an innovator. He created a way to look lame smoking a blunt. (laughs) (laughs) See, if anything, that's he made himself look lame. He didn't really make a blunt smoking looking lame. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that one gets the that one gets the point. Yeah, yeah, it's like like weed isn't ruined anybody. So anybody that was that was worried that weed is like over, it's not, guys. (laughs) Oh, this lame guy touched it. That means it's not cool anymore. It's like, you're only as cool as you make yourself be cool, my guy. Mm-hmm. Stop living in the past. Everything's an illusion. Nothing matters. True that. Yeah, once you read, once you become a nihilist, you become the, the coolest person in the book. <laughs> Do you see Elon uh, Musk and the farting unicorn thing? No, I didn't see that one. So I guess he like he stole um he stole he stole some artwork from from some guy that made a that made a mug that had like a child's drawing, like it had like a child's crayon drawing looking of a unicorn farting into a tube and it going into a car. And it said electric cars are good for the environment because electricity comes from magic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which Elon Musk thought was hilarious and he tweeted a picture of it. And then mm-hmm. later, like now the, I guess the one of his, um, one of his new Tesla cars comes with like an Easter egg where you actually see like the art, the artwork of a, of a unicorn farting <laughs> of course like in his cars and he never like asked permission or gave the artist any money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it also just so happens to be that the artist that made the mug is lisa prank's uh father who if you don't know lisa prank is a popular uh she's not super big but she's a musician you know she's like a riot girl like kind of new riot girl like feminist punk rock musician yeah yeah who has a following. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she can actually like call him out on it. Well, she only has 4,000 followers on Twitter, but, it, but she made, but yeah, enough for, enough for like, for where, where, where people, enough for it to get traction. About you know it. what I mean? Like, yeah, it got some traction. Elon Musk actually feuded and said some mean things about the guy. Of course he didn't. Cause he, he can't just like be wrong and refuse to give him any money. Of course he didn't. Cause that's what, that's what that kid, that's what that guy does. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, 
is like, call the cops. I don't give a fuck. I'm Elon fucking Musk, the muskrat, eight nipples motherfucker, you know, shit like that. That's what he did. That's what he spends his day doing. Yeah, yeah. So she so she tweeted out, hey, y'all, Grimes' boyfriend ripped off my dad's art. This is a true story. What do you have to say for yourself? So he says that uh, the I think Nick did an illustration with Tesla Sketchpad Easter egg similar to Mugpig that I posted. was chosen randomly what? by software team as a joke. They didn't tell me in advance as an example of the hidden feature. We can change it to something else if your dad wants. And she's like, your company has been using his creative property for a year without credit or compensation. Don't you think artists deserve to be paid for their work? Maybe you can respond to the letter his lawyer sent you. You guys can work something out. Oh, yeah, his lawyer actually did send the letter, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they said the letter was friendly, too. You know, just kind of just kind of like respectfully say, like, hey, you know, do you think you could like pay me <laughs> or like acknowledge me? Yeah, 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 exactly. Like something like, can I get something, please? For like this thing I created that you're now using, like. Is that all right? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I get it. Like, yeah, no, but it's, this is the sort of stuff that is always happening, like to artists, you know. And it's a damn shame. And it's even worse when like, um, the companies just don't care or like can't be shamed into like admitting faults or like reimbursing the artist who created something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're getting close to the end. It looks like, and I don't want to end on Elon Musk. Are we getting close so, to the end? We can just go. Let's just go for an hour and 45 minutes. Fuck it. <laughs> maybe. All right. Let's see how far we can go. No, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't go an hour and 45. But but what, what's the other thing you want to talk about? Let's not end on Musk. On Musk. Yeah. Musk. <laughs> Musk. So let's, let me just close this Noah Cyrus page. <laughs> so how about this one? A violent suspected uh, white supremacist tried to pick a fight with a pregnant black woman named Felicia. No. But then quickly got G checked. <laughs> got G checked. He got yes. G checked by he got G checked by by a big homie just walking down the street. Ah, uh, uh, just so random ahead. homie. Yeah, let me know when you press play. Random press play homie at the same time. shows up to save the day. Yeah, yeah, wait up, it's loading. Okay, the word I don't give a fuck is thrown around a lot in this video, <laughs> which is one of my favorite words personally. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. Are you waiting for me to press play? Mm-hmm. All right, ready, go. So this white guy is just kind of getting in the face of this pregnant black woman. And then uh, this other black man comes out of nowhere. With a hat. and With a hat. <laughs> with a cool hat and a t-shirt. He's got a button-down shirt. Yeah. <laughs> button-down Hawaiian t-shirt. It's not a t-shirt. A t- oh, shirt, shirt. But, button-down Hawaiian shirt. Sorry, sorry. He's telling him to back the fuck up. <laughs> Use a motherfucking man, he says. And then he pulls out the gat. He has a gun? He's got a gun. I mean, this is this is Florida, I think. Or this is wait, this who's is one got a gun? The, the black dude has a gun, or do, you, or do they both have a gun? The black guy has a gun. This is a concealed carry state, so you're allowed. He's allowed to legally. <laughs> the white guy tells him to, to put the gun away, and the black guy says, "Nah, I'm not gonna do that." And then he tells them, "You're not a man," and he's like, "You ain't a man." Then the white guy says, "You you use the gun." The black man says, "I ain't use it yet." <laughs> <laughs> What's he even yelling at that woman about? Have they even? Something about a parking situation or some shit. It's some shit that didn't require this kind of like aggression. You know what I mean? Like, do they fight? He gets he gets like um, a right straight to the face that fucks up his eye. <laughs> they don't fight at all. That guy's too much. That guy's socks are way too high to fight that man. You know what <laughs> <laughs> He's coming up here in his khaki shorts and high socks. Shirt tucked in with a belt, you know, <laughs> like could could not look like a bigger dweeb. Oh, he's shaking his fist. Oh, he punched him. He punched him first. He punched him in the stomach. Yeah, and then he punched him in the face. Joe- he could have shot him at that point, dude. Yeah, he could have. He could have fucking point. shot him if he wanted to. I mean, I don't know if he was a white guy. He could have shot him at that point. I don't know what the consequences of him. I don't know if a black guy can shoot a white guy, even in Florida, even if he got punched in the stomach too. You know. Yeah. Well, right here, um, Joe Hughes commented, my mans ain't dropped a nan paper. The hat got to be glued on and look at the follow through. <laughs> if you look at that punch he gave him, like his hand is like continues after the punch. Look at his eyes. <laughs> I'm about to leave ground beef. Oh, she's got ground beef in her car. <laughs> and then later on, he calls the cops and the black man tells him, we'll see who's going to prison. We'll see who's going to prison. And the white guy goes to prison for this one, right? Yeah, just so you know, the white guy does, in fact, get arrested for this situation. Excellent. As he should be, because he, he was threatening a pregnant lady, and then he hit the black man first. And it's on film, so you can't really do anything about it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Good. Well, fuck that guy. <laughs> it's the kind of stuff I like to see, you know? Mm-hmm. I like to see races get punched in the face. Yeah. Can't be helped. Definitely the solution for pro- for a lot of problems. <laughs> Some people will tell you it's morally incorrect, but, you know, I have looser morals, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> Let's see. What else you got, Sal? Bring something else to the table to, for us to end it on. Uh, Yes. Let me see what I got here. Um... Um, what do you have anything else? Because I had I had something on migrant children, but it's just a huge bummer. <laughs> I just got a whole bunch of bummers, to be honest. But <laughs> this one's kind of cool. Federal Federal Appeals Court confirms Border Patrol agents can't kill people across the border with impunity. So that's kind of cool. That's a great, yeah, great note. Awesome. <laughs> it's kind of cool that they decided that federal courts decided that Border Patrol agents can't just murder people. You know what I mean? Did they used to do that? On October 10, 2012, Jose Antonio Elena Rodriguez, a 16-year-old boy, was shot and killed on Calle Internacional, a street in his hometown of Nogales, Sonora, Mexico, by a U.S. Border Patrol agent. The agent, Lonnie Swartz, fired his gun through the U.S.-Mexico border fence, striking Jose Antonio approximately 10 times with virtually all the bullets entering from his back. The unjustified death devastated the Rodriguez family and raised serious legal questions. If a U.S. Border Patrol agent uses excessive and unnecessary force to kill a non-citizen in a foreign country, are there consequences under the U.S. Constitution? On Wednesday, almost six years after Jose Antonio was killed, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals held that his mother can sue Swartz for damages. The Ninth Circuit decision involves several constitutional doctrines but as the court recognized at its core is a simple principle. It is inconceivable that any reasonable officer could have thought that he or she could kill for no reason. So apparently up until now, this has been up in the air, but now it was ruled that it's okay. It, that, that, that border patrol agents can't just murder people. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Like was this kid, was this just some kid like just hanging out over there? Was he doing anything? Was he running at the fence? Like, I don't know, but it, in my opinion, it doesn't matter because apparently he was shot 10 times <laughs> and virtually all the bullets entered from his back. So he was running away. Maybe he got shot once and then he ran away and then he got shot nine more times. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's all very odd. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. Fucking mm-hmm. this guy's a scumbag. And a lot of these Border Patrol agents are scumbags. Yeah, wild pieces of shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Swartz and the federal government, which took his side in this case at the same time as it is separately prosecuting him for the killing, asked for the case to be dismissed, arguing that Jose Antonio was not deprived of any constitutional rights because as a Mexican national killing because as a Mexican national killed in Mexico, he doesn't have any. In July 2015, the US District Court of Arizona denied the request, <laughs> finding I think that, that loophole was, they tried to do, it's like, yeah, they were American bullets shot in America, but he was technically killed in Mexico. <laughs> exactly. Ah, <you> know? <laughs> but he was found that Jose Antonio was entitled to protection pursuant to the Fourth Amendment. Well, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Swartz then chose to appeal doubling down on the arguments that the Constitution stops at the border. <laughs> the Constitution yeah, yeah, yeah. stops at the border. <laughs> I believe in the Constitution, but up until this point right here. Up until this imaginary line, Where do I... do I, Yeah, exactly. That he is immune from suit and that Jose Antonio's mother should not be able to sue him for damages, even if her son's shooting did violate the Constitution. Oh my God! What a fuck! He's just like such a worm. There's like desperately trying to like get away with murdering somebody. Well, know? he's the type of guy that would just like shoot someone across a fence for fun because he thought he could get away with it. So I feel like the next argument is gonna be like he's he's. I feel like the next argument is like he's not even human. He's Mexican. It's a fuck. It's like shooting a deer. You know? I feel I mean? like, like yeah, it, yeah. This feels like you just did it for sport, and now you're like, and you thought you were gonna be able to get away with it. You know? <laughs> yeah. What a maniac. The court noted that the government had not explained how any policy would actually be implicated by allowing the suit to go forward, saying, just as national security can't be used as a talisman to ward off inconvenient claims, neither does the mere incantation of the magic word foreign policy cause a Bivens remedy to disappear. Those words are especially important now at a moment when the Trump administration is doing all it can to militarize the border. The Ninth Circuit got it right. CBP officers are not above the law, and even when they claim that national security is impl- 
is implicated and even when their victim is on the other side of the border. So there you have it. You can't just murder people. Good job. Good job, courts. <laughs> thank you for doing your jobs. Yeah, thank you for upholding the law. Fuck um fuck this guy, fuck 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 the border patrol agents, fuck the border. Uh fuck Trump, fuck police. Uh come come at me. A cab. Uh, thank you. Thank you for joining us on Hot Soup. Uh, if you're offended by any of this, you can reach me at Manny Grins. That's M-A-N-N-Y-G-R-I-N-Z for Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter. And I'm at Sakasal on Instagram as well as Chef Sakasal. He's the same as Sakasal, but he's a chef. And then um, what is it? Our Instagram is also Hot Soup Boys. And Alex Jones and Infowars got kicked off of Twitter, so fuck all of y'all too. <laughs> Um, if you want to email us, you can email us at gethotsoupboys at gmail.com. If you want to leave us an angry voicemail that we can play on air, that's anchor.fm forward slash hot soup. Which we will play on air. So please, please leave an angry voicemail. We're just waiting for one. Can somebody please get mad enough to send us a voicemail? <laughs> Acknowledge me. <laughs> uh, before we go, I want to give a shout out to Good Time Girl for providing the intro and outro music. That is the song Virginia off of their album titles where you can find anywhere where you can download music. Even SoundCloud. Even SoundCloud. It sounds impossible, but it's possible. Oh, wait. Before we go, there's one more thing. What's up? Look out your window. What's out your window? Look out now. It's dark. <laughs> you want to know what's outside my window? Don't care. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> it's a bit emotional. <laughs>